0: Sister Rosetta Tharp from Cotton Plant, Arkansas, was an architect of blues, gospel, R&B, and rock and roll, arguably one of the most influential musical figures of the past century. Theater Square's new production of Marie and Rosetta covers a part of her life and brings us much of her music. Just before the show opened, Mickey Braden, the actor portraying Sister Rosetta, and the play's director, Steve H. Brodnack III, came to our studio to talk about the show and about bringing Sister Rosetta Tharp to the stage in her home state. It's an
1: honor to be able to do it and especially being able to do it here in Arkansas. You know, I um, knew about her. My mother was a church musician, grandmama sang, and realized after studying her that a lot of the songs that we did in our church or in our concerts were the were Rosetta
0: songs. How about you? Your familiarity or your introduction to Sister Rosetta Thorpe? Uh,
2: My introduction to Sister Rosetta was through this play. Um, And I was on the original production of it in New York City. I was the associate director at that time at the Atlantic Theater. And that was the first time um, when George Brandt um, brought it and it made its world premiere. It was my first time um, knowing about her. And being uh, born and raised Arkansan, you know, from, from Little Rock, Arkansas, I was just amazed. You're right, she is the architect of rock and and that I didn't know this history. So I'm just honored to be a part of the production.
0: Well, the history wasn't easily found no. until recently. Yeah. I mean, goodness, she was only put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year? Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And we were in Cleveland. Yeah, when, when we, she was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Really? When it, when yeah,
2: it, when yeah it, we were doing this show mm-hmm. at Cleveland when she was inducted.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. So the three of us know of about Sister Rosetta Tharp. I'm going to assume some listeners may not. What would you tell them about Rosetta?
1: She was one of the, she was, (laughs) she was everything. She believed in music. It wasn't about church music and secular music. It was about music. That's why she was very comfortable doing the jazz and the blues. You can hear the blues in her voice, but she was everything. I loved listening to her music. I even got the 55 uh, CD set. Just so I could listen, I'd ride down the road mm-hmm. listening to her, you know, to get more of a feeling. Because I'd play Bessie Smith and mm-hmm. Ma Rainey, and say, I could hear it all. I could hear it. But they, people need to hear, and they need to recognize what she contributed.
2: I, I agree. What will we see? What will we hear? Um, you will hear her tunes for sure, um, both um, her gospel songs and hits and her secular, I would say, her popular music that she was singing at the Cotton Club. So you're going to get a chance to hear her music and definitely just see her spirit. See, um, yesterday we joked, it uh, was our first preview, and afterwards, it's definitely church. You're, you're going to be able to come to church with Sister Rosetta Tharpe and Miss Marie Knight.
0: Okay, I want to come back to the production. As you pointed out, the title of this production doesn't just have Rosetta's name in it. It has Marie Knight.
2: Yes. Who is she? Um, she was um, a protege, would you say? Yeah. You uh, would, of yes. of, of uh, Sister Rosetta Thorpe. I'll let you talk more
1: about <laughs> Um I think Rosetta was at the time trying to get back into the gospel circuit. Mahalia Jackson had come in and just kind of just took over. And she heard Marie at uh, one of the concerts, maybe even a tent show, I don't know which Mm -hmm. one it was, and just said, I have to have her sing with me. And that's how they met, and basically, you hear about it while you're doing the play, because that's what it's about, about how Marie and Rosetta met. And how they developed together.
2: I just think it's so interesting as I hear you talk about it, about like contemporary groups like Mary, Mary. And they stand on the foundation of Sister Rosetta Thorpe and Marie. That there was this contemporary gospel, which was was new and uh, revolutionary at the time, you know, and what Rosetta was doing with gospel music, like merging that contemporary instrumentation and sound and arrangement with um, good news. Uh, as I would say you know the gospel was coined at well blues and you know, which was something I learned from this show that blues uh, was the predecessor to birth gospel and you may think it's the other way around but no blues birth gospel and the difference was uh, Thomas Dorsey said that a go- um blues was um a woman in pain singing about low down but gospel was good news so that's the difference between
0: the two you mentioned that she believed in music she believed in the power Hour of music and and the good news. You think about her most um, well known gospel songs. They are about something better. If, if you're not in a good place now, something better is coming. Mm-hmm. She was yes. an eternal optimist. It seemed. Yeah, it does seem like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're preparing, I, we we know Sister Rosetta Tharp's music. Those of us who are aware of her, if you read the book, shout Sister, shout. You may know about her life. When you're going to bring her to life decades later. What do you find out about her and what do you think about as you become her in front of us?
1: Well, I didn't read all of Shout, Sister Shout, but the the uh, author of the book, Gail Wald, she got in touch with me and sent me a copy. You know, but I try to get into what was going on at the time. I look at what does it relate to me, because I've been put out of church for doing pop songs and putting gospel lyrics to them. Regardless of the fact that it brought the kids together and they started learning things like Bible verses and everything, they could not deal with it. So I put my own experience of singing in the nightclub, singing in the church, directing the choirs, I pulled all that in it to make it real, to make it live, you know, through me. And I, it's just wonderful to do it every night.
0: And, of course, she faced criticism oh, for her yes. secular music and oh, yes, she did. ostracization and whatnot. Yes.
1: And make, it doesn't make any sense because music is music, you know, and that's what she was trying to show. But they couldn't get to it.
2: I was just thinking, I love that you say music because I think of the lines for the play. She says, um, all those notes are going to the same place. <laughs> some just getting there with a little bit more style. You know, <laughs> I, I love. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: What's it like to be with a show, different cities, different years, slightly different perhaps incarnations, to travel through geography and time with a show?
2: I love it. I love being able to come back. And this is Mickey and I's third time doing the show together. Third, if you count fourth, if you count yeah, Cincinnati it, it, in yeah, it, it, Um So we've been with it for years now. Yes. And I love working with Miss Mickey and um, the, a foundation we get to lay and just keep building. Each time we come to yes. it, it's not like we're like, been here, done that. Let's just turn it on. You know, no, we each, uh, there's a new investigation that we both go into it. I learned each time we do it. Um, um, what's beautiful about this particular version, it is different from the one we did before. George yes. um, Brandt, who wrote the book, he wrote an Arkansas version. So what you're seeing is tailored to Arkansas because um, when we were together in Little Rock, Little Rock yeah. in Cleveland, yeah. when we were back in Cleveland, I sat with him, I remember in the room and I said, hey, you know, I'm from Little Rock. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I, was like, I would love to bring her home. And he said, I would love that. I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if we can bring her home. and it, And it happened years later. Um, the author reached out to me today and was just so happy that uh, she's back home. But he tailored and rewrote some of the script to fit to take place in Arkansas. So you have a very tailored script for her
0: here. Don't give anything away you don't want to. But could you give us an example of what might be slightly different or altered or tailored to an Arkansas version?
2: It took the locations are different. Ah. Here it is a um, revival tent and mm-hmm. cotton plant, Arkansas. So that's the location is, is different.
0: Yes. Is this invigorating this role, this production for you?
1: Oh yes it is. There's so many messages in this show that you cannot help but rise up, you know, after going through the pandemic and everything, and then you hear all these positive words that Rosetta's saying, and you can't help but just go out there and dun da-da-da, you know, you're superwoman. <laughs> it is wonderful.
0: She was also very charismatic. If you see the videos that exist, there's one where she's at a train station, uh, Top of the Pops, or some British show. And she has, and I don't mean this in any bad way, she has some swagger. Oh, yes, she did. Some performance, (laughs) some, some style.
2: Yes. I, and, and that's Mickey. I, I, I think, see, Mickey, um, she, Mickey, people don't know. She, I mean, she's done, has albums. She's done toward the world. I mean, Mickey is a consummate musician and it's, it's, she is Rosetta Thorpe to me, you know what I mean? In the contemporary sense, she has embodied, has lived um, Sister Rosetta Thorpe. So it's, it's beautiful to be a see and be a part of.
0: So I'm interested, this, this story is about two very talented people from different generations, Yes. I think you're from different generations based on the first movies you saw. (laughs) Have you thought about that? I mean, you've had this relationship through four long time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I just respect Miss Mickey so much. And what she brings to the table, her voice is one of the best I've ever heard. Her acting, her just person. You're talking about swag. Miss Mickey got swag. <laughs> and so I just love working with her. And and since we've met, I, I don't see anybody else who could do it better than Miss Mickey, Sister Rosetta Thorpe. So it's been an awesome that she mm. says yes every time I call. I'm oh, going, would you do said, this? Oh, you directed it? Yeah, I'll be there. I'm like, would you do this with me? And so she said yes every time.
1: You know, when he he was the associate director, when the director went out of town, we had so much fun rehearsing. (laughs) And then when he called and asked if I would do it in Little Rock, I said, oh, you're directing? Okay, I'll be there. You know, I'm packing now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is it about his direction or partnership or collaboration that makes it so much fun and so much desirable?
1: It's fun. He's just fun, you know? We find he's got uh, different titles for different parts of the show, and it makes sense. Um, And he allows us to try things, you know, to see where it comes from from our point of view. And that is something I, I hate to say that a lot of directors don't do. You know, it's like you move here, you turn this way, and you do this this way, and you use this inflection.
0: No, he allows you to be. It seems like that would be the wrong way to do something that's especially about music, especially about Sister Rosetta Tharp's music, which pulled from so many different places.
2: I I just think as a director, I think my job is service. I'm a little different. I believe it's service to the play and service to the artist. So um, one of my favorite directors, I never got a chance to meet him, was Lord Richard, who directed all of August Wilson's plays. And he said, all things being equal, the um, playwright knows the most because they wrote it and created it. But all things being equal, the director knows the most because he, she, or they get to the piece and it's through their vision. But all things being equal, the artist knows the most because they live it, and so I stand by that. I just really give grace and homage to artists, and I believe people before plays. So, and allowing them to use their instrument, like music, right? You, you, a pianist, the 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 the, the score or whatever is the same, but depending upon the person who plays it, that's the instrument that it comes out of as a as a vocalist, as a a, a, a musician. So, I just really allow. I think it's, that's where the magic and the spirit is, is within the people and allowing them to embody the material.
0: Is it easy for people to stay seated and still during this show?
2: No. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. And, and uh, be ready to have church. Yeah, be ready to have church.
1: And clap on the two and the four.
0: <laughs> Mickey Braden is Sister Rosetta Tharp and Marie and Rosetta. We also heard the director of the play, Steve H. the III. Marie and Rosetta is playing through December 12th at Theater Squared. More at theater2.org. Up above my head, I hear music in
1: the air. Up
0: above my head,
1: there is music in the air.
2: Up above my head.
1: Joy somewhere, all in my room, music everywhere, all in my home, music in the air, up above my head. that is music in the air, well, 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 I really do believe, I really do believe, joy somewhere.